This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch. What's up, everybody, in Twitch? And you can always catch us on iTunes. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave a comment, please, if you don't mind. You can find the Signals from the Frontline. And of course, you can always watch us on YouTube as well. Thank you for all of you who are watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Got that social media blitz going. Boom. Son. Bam. Boom. Hey, it is the last work day of 2016. Is it? It is. We're working tomorrow. We will. Well, you know, it's <laughs> from normal people. Yeah, fair enough. It is the last work day of 2016. And so we want to do something a little bit different for this show. And we wanted to talk about some of the cool stuff that happened in 2016. Yeah. And we wanted to talk about some of our gamer resolutions for 2017. Definitely. So, as always, the show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at up to 25% off retail. And through today, if you order $150 or more of GW product, we'll also give you free shipping within the continental United States. That's great. Yeah, so please take take advantage of our after Christmas sale. Uh, Pretty cool. And also, we do have a couple ship interior mats left. Yeah. For our liquidation sale, they're only 40 bucks a pop for a 4x6. That's insane. It's not bad. Not that bad. is crazy. So we're, we're obviously, we're liquidating all of our inventory. The UK web cart also still has quite a few mats left, but uh, we are running low on inventory there as well. Yep. Yep. And uh, we also have blowout prices there too. And of course, that's because we are no longer going to be stocking the fat mat. We are going to be making the FLG mats, our own line of mats. We've been working on this for quite some time. And we're really excited for that. Yeah, really excited. And that's going to get rolling. We'll have some mats next month, but we're going to have really be launching and kicking into full full gear into February, beginning of March Yeah. for that. So be, be excited because we are, and uh, we've been working on a ton. We're going to have a lot of new designs, really cool stuff that we're going to be able to do. And if you would like to take a crack at designing a fat mat, reach out to us at frankie at frontlinegaming.org, and we would love to see what you can do. Yeah, definitely. I'm really excited. This is going to be really great for our company, and hopefully we can offer you guys a lot of new products. So. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is since we're going to be manufacturing them here in the United States of America, once we get the factory set up and we're rolling, uh, we could, the sky's the limit. We can do anything. Yep. Right? We don't have to order huge quantities of mats, which is what limited us from being able to do custom work, one-off work, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Now we're going to be able to do pretty much anything that we can imagine. So if you have an idea for a cool mat and you'd like to see it come into reality, reach out to us. And we can work with you to make that happen. For sure, yeah. So, of course, so it's going to take a couple months until we're there. But, hey, it's going to be fun. Get pumped. And if you're an artist and you just want to supplement your income, you know, some of our guys designing uh, mats for us are making a pretty good amount of money mm-hmm. just by busting them out. So if, if you are a creative person and you want to take a shot at it, please do. All right. Let's do it. So 2016. 2016 was an interesting year. Uh, we had a lot of... Kind of on Facebook, everyone's talking about like a lot of artists and creative people died. Yeah. You know what? People die. That's, you know, it happens. We did lose quite a few good ones this year, but... Uh, it seems like right at the end, it really pushed the gas, but it was like... Oh, the Reaper's just like, oh, oh. 
Got to meet my Not quota. Meet my quota. <laughs> but, uh, you know, these things happen, and I'm sure in 2017, we're going to have a lot of artists die too. So let's remember the good things they did, the cool things they contributed sure. instead of uh, mourning their loss. But uh, in terms of gaming, 2016 was a, a big year. We had a ton of releases. All kinds of crazy stuff came out. Uh, 40K, Age of Sigmar hit second gear. It kind of got its, kind of rose from the dead, really, in 2016 yeah. with the advent of the General's Handbook. And I'm really excited for that. But uh, let's go over some of the best-selling kits from us from Frontline Gaming in 2016. So Jason and I put this list together. We thought it'd be just kind of fun to zip through the top 10 best-selling Games Workshop products for 2016. Because it's kind of fun to see what people are buying. Yeah, no, it is. And see what's hot from GW. So. Right. So you'll notice a trend in these. So we'll start from the bottom and we'll go up. Number 10, most popular item that we sold at Frontline Gaming for Games Workshop product in 2016 was Codex Death Watch. Not, that doesn't it's surprise a, me. It's a new Codex. Um, I actually didn't think that it was going to be that popular, so that's pretty cool. Well, the thing is, they've been in the fluff since the very beginning. Yeah, no, that's true. And they, they came out with new models, which are gorgeous, and uh, the rules are pretty good, too. So. And they're Space Marines, right? Yeah, Eternally course. popular, <laughs> the mighty Space Marines. But this is something that's always been in the fluff Yeah. that was never really realized. Like, they had, like, custom shoulder pads, but they didn't really, like, flesh out the army. So... To me, this isn't surprising that this was as popular as it was. Fair enough. Number nine most popular release for us was Blood Bowl. Again, not a surprise. No, it's, it has like a cult following. People kept it alive throughout the years. It's And the models are amazing that they released with it. So yeah. definitely not surprised. And I, I'm not going to be surprised at all to see Blood Bowl continue in popularity. We have over 40 people coming to the Las Vegas Open to play Blood Bowl. That's crazy. I was expecting <laughs> 10. I know. And we're like, holy oh. crap, it's going nuts. So... Uh, again, we do have a little bit of room left. If you do want to participate, please jump in and grab your ticket for Blood Bowl for the Las Vegas Open. But that is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, number eight uh, most popular kit was Start Collecting Skitari. All right. I thought that was kind of interesting because Skitari dropped last year. Yeah. And they're hugely popular. Again, not a surprise. People have been waiting for Colt Mechanicus and Adeptus Mechanicus for years, for like decades. So I wasn't surprised, but it's, it's cool to see that their popularity carried over into this year. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, it was a great deal, too. Yes. Start collecting boxes are amazing. And yeah. for the people that didn't start Skatari Armies, it was an easy way to jump in. So Yeah, the start collecting boxes are an incredible value. They're already discounted. And then again, we sold them at an additional discount. So it was like such a cost-effective way to get involved in the hobby. Still yeah. is. I mean, you can still get these. Number seven. The handy-dandy drop pod eternally popular i think it's popular every year it's yeah. crazy yeah. how many do you have like everybody has like a gazillion drop pods i think i have like 10 <laughs> yeah i i actually don't have that many i think i only have three or four yeah. and i have a, a dreadnought drop pod but uh, yeah the drop pod number seven best-selling item for us in uh, 2016 which is crazy yeah number six gene stealer acolyte hybrids which is interesting because it was 40 dollars for five 25 millimeter models but it's a brand new army and they're and, badass yeah <laughs> I mean, like you said, they're in the fluff and all that stuff. So, again, not really surprising. But, yeah, like you said, it was a pretty high price point for those guys. It was. So. But uh, it just goes to show that uh, something is worth what something, somebody is willing to pay for it. Yep. And a lot of people bellyache about Games Workshop's prices. However, they deliver a good product. And people, sure. people are willing to pay for the quality. Yep. So, there you go. Uh, proof is in the pudding. And again, yeah, this is an army that's been in the fluff forever. Yeah. It was in the game in second edition, mm -hmm. but it hasn't come back since then. So that was really exciting to see that uh, come out this year. Yeah. Number five most popular kit for us was Death Watch Kill Team. This was the Death Watch set of five guys. The actual Kill Team 
like unit. Yeah. yeah. Really, Probably really was. cool kit. And again, this doesn't surprise me because this box set makes like almost everything in the army. Yeah, I know. It's a pretty <laughs> funny army. It only has like three different like boxes. Right. But they make like what, 10, 15 different units or something like that? Uh, well, it's not that they make so many different units. It's that there's so many options within each unit. Like, yeah, you, you can take, like, jump pack guys, put them in there. You can put Terminators in there. You put bikes in there. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool. And the, the theme of the army is customization. Yep. And these kits give you so much fun stuff. They give you those, like, crazy shotguns. Dude, I love the heavy bolters with the heavy flamer on the bottom. Yeah. so sick. And the frag cannon. There's yeah. just so much badass stuff in there. They're really, really cool. Yeah. And then the super thunder hammers. Oh, I love it. Uh, really, really cool kit. Again, not surprising that that sold as well as it did. No. And now we break into the top four, and you're going to notice a theme here. Dun, dun, dun. Number four was Death Watch Overkill, the badass box set. Yep. yep. Uh, number three, Death Mask, the badass box set. Uh, number two was the uh, Imperial Knights Renegades badass box set. And number one, probably the coolest kit, that, the coolest box set, Best value that we've seen GW put out was the Burning of Prospero. For sure, yeah. I mean, those box sets are super affordable for 30K models. So. Yeah, and they give you so much awesome stuff. So again, not surprising that those box sets did so well. Because you basically get a game for free. You get all these badass models, yeah. and then you get a game to play with them. Which is really cool. I mean, it's a it's a board game, pretty much. It is, one. yeah. So it's excellent. And it, I never got a chance to play in the Imperial Knights Renegades game. But yeah. it looked awesome. It was like Battletech. Yeah. We like cross off the circles for each section of their armor. Yeah. And they did release uh, rules for Storm Surges and Wraith Knights in that game. Oh, sick. Yeah, so you could put all these fun things on the table to play. Like basically Battletech was a single model. Yeah. That actually looks like a lot of fun. If I had you know time to turn around in a circle and scratch my nose, which I just did. Haha, <laughs> but you didn't turn in a circle. I don't have time, time for that. Don't have to, I got to prioritize, Frankie. Hey, nobody got time for that. Reason. One or the other. <laughs> I would love to play that game because it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. So why don't we talk about our 2017 gamers resolutions? We can throw in some personal resolutions too if we want. Mad gains, bro. Mad gains. Well, hey, Mad I got I got to give it to you. You've been hitting the gym with the raw dog. The raw dog is on like a crazy fitness kick. Yeah. And we're actually really proud of him. And we tease him every day because he's always looking at pictures of like half naked dudes that are like flexing. But it's because he's looking at like men's health or something like that. We just focus on the, on the 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 oiled up torso that seems to always be uh, prevalent. Of but uh, he's lost over 60 pounds. It's very impressive. He's been working very hard. Uh, mad gains. Mad gains. Actually, mad losses. Or mad losses, case. yeah. Yeah. Guess, yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, friend him on Facebook because you can see a picture of him in his underwear. Ooh, favorite picture. <laughs> well, so he's doing a before and after picture, which is cool. It gives people motivation. Yeah. And, you know, of course, tease him, right? You know, that's part of the yeah, deal. Yeah, I mean, why would you not? But uh, we have to say we're very proud of him. And he's dragged you into the gym, too. And now you've been going in the mornings. Dude, he's been kicking my butt. Yeah. Jeez, please. I definitely see why he's had mad losses. This is, I've been sore for the past two days. Yeah. Tomorrow, I'm probably not going to be able to move. I'm just be laying there. I'm like, oh. And uh, he's been eating really healthy. So yeah. uh, anybody that, because you know, in the gaming community, uh, the stereotype is either like tall and skinny or uh, a little bit overweight. So hopefully that inspires some people, right? Because yeah. Jason was at an, an unhealthy weight. He recognized that and he did something about it. And uh, we're really proud of him. Yeah, definitely. We're really proud of him. So anybody out there that uh, is struggling, feel free to reach out to him. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to talk to you about it because he talks our ears off about all of it every day. For sure. He'd love to give you a workout routine. So. Yeah, he would. And yeah. We're, we're In all seriousness, we're very proud of him. So, uh, Oh, and another fitness uh, goal. Mm -hmm. Mariana has a 2017 resolution to do a pull-up. A pull-up. 
at some point in the year. I like it. I'll uh, pull that's up. Good. I was like, that's a realistic goal. You that's can very realistic. You, it's good. you have a year to do one pull up. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a, that's a, that's setting yourself up for success. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's Jason and I talk about that all the time. It's like once you get the one, now it's on to two. Right. Once you get the two, now it's on to three. Right. Keep going. So. I don't, dude. When I was uh, 24, I used to do eight sets of 12 pull ups. In like in one gym session, I do almost 100 pull ups. I could maybe do 10 now. Like that's still impressive. May, maybe I could do ten, <laughs> and then I'd have to go ice myself down. I don't know. I remember you gained five pounds or something. Dude, I've gained fifteen lift, pounds. Lifting that five pounds might be kind it's, of difficult. It's all right here. <laughs> so my fitness goal is to get back down to one hundred eighty-five pounds, which is my normal weight. I'm pushing two hundred right now. So <sighs> I wish I could say it was mad gains, but it's been mad, <laughs> mad belly gains. No, it's been gains. I did gain. I gained a gut, which is, you know, not what I wanted to gain. So uh, what about uh, your fitness goals for 2017, buddy? Uh, fitness goals, I want to get a six-pack. I say it every year. So that's my goal, get that six-pack. That's very difficult to do, though. It, you just you have to you can eat do it, a lot man. less food. You, it's, the diet is the hard part. Yeah. But working out, you can work out 24 hours a day. But if you're eating like crap, it probably won't get that six-pack, so... Yeah, diet is more, it's actually more important than exercise yeah, for yeah. losing weight. But yeah. um, anyway, this is not a fitness and nutrition podcast, no. but hey, I, uh, I'm rooting for you, dude. I, I hope you hit your goals. What about your gamer goals for 2017? So I have a lot of unfinished armies, like most gamers. Uh, put together, got really excited, all that stuff, and then they sit on a shelf, game dust, don't get any paint, don't finish the models. Uh, my goals are to finish a lot of those armies that I have started. And uh, add some more models to some of those armies that I do have finished, like my Dark Eldar army. I want to get more models painted up for that. Uh, my Space Wolves, my Thunderdome. I've always had a Thunderdome, but I've never had a well-painted one. So I don't I think you've ever had getting a that put together. Painted at all? No, it's been three colors. Have you really? It's always been three I guess, colors. I guess that is true. You, because you're like a, you're super good at converting. Like some of your conversions are freaking awesome yeah and I, then it'll sit there for years unpainted and I, i'm like dude that model looks so cool <laughs> man finish it so yeah so i have all these thunderdome models i'll get those painted uh want to finish that army because i think it'd be really cool to see uh, i have a bike army that's half built need to finish that uh all sorts of projects that are just like half done so i want to finish those because uh, it'd be really cool especially in our display cases that have all fully painted armies yeah totally it'd be excellent um Make some more gaming friends. It's one of the best things about gaming is you go to the events, you see friends from all across the world. I'd love to make some new friends, hopefully from Europe or something like that, or Australia, that'd be great. And then uh, lastly, I want to win a major ITC event this year. That's a good goal. That'd be the 2017 goal, win Adepticon or Nova or something like that. Have, you, you, have you won a major event? Uh, I won like a T-shift event. Which would be like, a, that was like a GT level. Yeah. I don't know, I don't think I've ever won a major. I don't know. Well, it's harder for us now because we run most. Well, not no, that's not true anymore. Like back in the day, we we could like seriously we ran like sixty percent of the major events out there. But now yeah. there's now there's a lot of them, and it's really cool because people the ITC like kind of categorizing these mm -hmm. has given people like clear cut goals to aim for. Sure. Like how often do we have TOs right in? Like my goal is to become a GT this year, or my goal is to become a major this year. All the time, and it's it's rad because it gives people like oh here's a benchmark. Yeah. Right. And like that's, I think that's really cool. So well, it's, it's crazy to see how much tournaments have grown. Cause when you and I were going like all the time, there were only like maybe two, three majors in a year. Th no, there was barely, that was it. it was the all GTs. GTs. Like the only majors were the BAO, uh, Adepticon, Adepticon and Nova. Nova. That and was pretty much it. Too. 
I think maybe one or two years yeah. they were they were at that size. But that was it. The rest were all GTs, but there were a lot of them. And WarGamesCon. Like yeah. And WarGamesCon. Those yeah. are the big five. Yeah. So it's funny. Now there's like a major every month. And it's like, that's, that's great. That's awesome. People are traveling. People are going to these events. It's really exciting. And there's way more GTs than there ever were. And yeah. way more tournaments, too. It's uh, it's great. In January? There's like four major events in January. It's awesome. Yeah, so. it's, it's really cool to see it proliferate and grow and the energy and the excitement that has come along. Not, it's not, the ITC is not the only reason, but I think it's been a no, big part yeah. of it. It's been a big contributor to give people a framework within which to work. Yeah, definitely. And so to everybody that's participated in the ITC, um, to everybody that's helped make it the Best Coast Pairings guys, Cooper, who did a lot of the theory behind it, uh, to everybody who's worked so hard, thank you, because it's been an awesome journey so far. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, the rankings are what really help grow the community, for sure. I mean, back in the day when we were going all the time, we used Rankings HQ, and we were like, this is awesome. Oh, yeah, and then me, the top. <laughs> but then me being me, I was like, these numbers don't make sense, and then you're like, of course, yeah. the math isn't right. Ah, yeah. That's just the way I am, but, uh, but it was fun. Yep. It was fun. Uh, also, we will be in Europe this summer, so uh, we're going for my cousin is getting wedding or getting wedding getting a wedding getting married. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so uh, if anybody is out there, if we do have any time, it would be very cool to go play. Yeah, we're we are planning on going out a little bit early. So and we're probably gonna hit like four or five countries. Be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll let you guys know the dates and where we'll be, so we can arrange that with uh, some of our European followers. Yeah, and it would be great to hook up with the London GT crew, like our buddy Zach. Yeah. Uh, we would love to hang out and say what's up to everybody out there if Which, we have... Congratulations, they sold out, right? Yeah, well, the London GT sold out, like, yeah. super fast. That's awesome. Yeah, like I was talking to Zach yesterday, and he's, like, he's like super stoked. <laughs> They're actually going to be launching a podcast. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. like, dude, there's, like, such a... There's, like, there's so much support. Yeah. Because there's, kind of there's been kind of a vacuum. Over there, and it's like clearly there's a lot of people that want that want that structure, they want those events out there. So that's awesome. That's great. Um, very cool, man. Yeah. So 2017, uh, my some of my resolutions, one of my fitness resolutions is going to go on another bike trip. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, one of my buddies, I rode bicycles across Mexico with Mike. Uh, we we're talking about when we're over there. We're gonna it not 100 percent, but I'm hoping it works out because I think it'd be really fun is we want to do a Paris to Moscow bicycle trip. How you say? Yeah, so I think that'd be really rad, great fitness goal. I've been riding my bike uh, yeah. almost every day, trying to start getting ready for it. So that would be pretty cool, and I'm sure that I'll lose weight from that, <laughs> whether I intend to or not. Yep. Uh, also, for gamer resolutions, I would love to finish my Wood Elf Army because I've had it since, like, for a really long time, and I, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it's when I started playing fantasy in seventh edition, um, and now in uh, in Age of Sigmar, it's actually a really good army. It's yeah. really fun. I love the models, and I've got like I don't know fifteen models really well painted. So it's like I'm oh, I'm like it's really no excuse. I should just get it done. Um, and then my other goal for Age of Sigmar for um, 2017 is to finish at least one other. Age of Sigmar Army. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of torn. Like, I really want to do the Free Peoples because I, I love I, – I basically, we have all the models, right? Like, we just, you know, through years of accumulation, I've just somehow ended up with all these um, former Empire models. You know what's hilarious about that is three months ago, maybe four months ago, Reese was like, who would ever play this army? This is, like, the dumbest army ever. Like, guys walking around with cod pieces and stuff, fluffy hats. 
And then you guys dove into it on the ninth round, and you're like, I think I want to play this army. It grew Sold. on me, man. I don't know why. <laughs> like, like something just clicked. Amazing. But then I like I keep wanting really badly to make also a lizard man army, but Mariana plays them, so I'm kind of like, it's kind of silly Those to be redundant. Are so but amazing, I, I keep finding myself looking at the models. I'm like, mm, I want to get them. Is yeah, incredible. I actually just really like the basic infantry models. Yeah, well, the forge world ones are cool too. They have like oh. triceratops, I think. Yeah, well, then they have the um, the super giant dinosaur. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like gigantic, like yeah. T-Rex, dude. So cool. So good, man. <laughs> and the thing is, you can paint Lizardmen like, I could paint that army probably, I swear, in a weekend. Yeah. Because I would just uh, dip them. And they, but they look great. I've already dipped some Lizardmen models for RPGs. Yeah. And they come out looking awesome. Um, so that's, that's one of my goals. But then also, I've also got my eye on Beastmen. I would love to do a, uh, a Beastman army. Beastmen are pretty cool. Yeah. Because yeah. again, you could dip them because we've painted them before. Yeah. You could dip them and I could, I swear, I could seriously knock out an army in a weekend. If I worked all, like, 10 hours both days, I could do the whole thing. Yeah. And it's Skaven just like. are amazing too. I want to do Skaven. Mariona's <laughs> working on a Skaven army. I know. She's kind of yeah. stalled on that, but. Uh, Staller. She, she was working on it. Um, one of my other uh, goals for 2017 is for 40K, I would like to finish my Renegade KDK army because. I love the models. I really, really like the way it plays. Uh, super fun. I just got, I just pilfered a really cool Bloodthirster from the secondhand shop. <laughs> Came in, I was like, that's not going up for sale because I'm going to take it. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, and a really cool model. And I've got them all on the Mr. Dandy custom basis. Yeah. Which look great. And I have really stalled on that because we've been too busy. Uh, my other 40K goal for 2017 is to get my Night Lord's army finished. I am not going to paint that myself. <laughs> I don't have time, but I would really like, because that's my favorite fluff army, so I want to get that done. Yeah, well, you have the uh, A lot Primark, of Forge World models. Have yeah. Raptor, right? I have the Forge World Raptors. Like, yeah. It looks great, right? Like, even if it just sits on my shelf, I just want it done. Yeah. Uh, and then one of my other gaming goals for 2017 is I'd really like to get like a Pathfinder or some RPG gaming group going again, but just for fun. Dude, that'd be sick. I, I really like that. And like uh, when I was in middle school, which got me into gaming, was my art teacher. They had a D&D campaign that they were playing for 20 years. Yeah. The same campaign. Granted, they've gone through many characters because their characters die all the time. But the same campaign, and it was just amazing. Yeah. Jeez, oh, Louise. So. Like, I just want to do that. Like, I would love to get something like that going. Just like, whenever you, whenever you can. Like, whoever wants to play, I can play. Yeah. Like, maybe like four or five people. Play like weekly, every other week, whatever. And, like, not film it, not do – just do it strictly just for fun. Yeah, that'd be really, right? really cool. Yeah. The way that we used to play games back in the day. So, that's kind of – those are kind of my goals for, for 2017 for gaming. Yeah. Um, well, good luck, man. Yeah, You're thanks, awesome. dude. So, what was your favorite release in 2016? Definitely uh, Magnus the Red. That model is incredible. So cool. Ah, so amazing. I'm going to get one and get it painted. Even though I don't even have Thousand Suns or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so cool looking. Just the the fact that the Primarchs are coming into 40K. Oh, I know. It's so exciting, it's and really cool. I think it's really badass. Uh, we just painted one for Jeff that came out of our new uh, studio downtown, and it looks freaking ridiculous. Yeah, and Brandon got it done in two days. Two <laughs> days. Like, yeah. like a boss. Yeah, so that's exciting. Our, our new paint studio with in-house staff will be up and running in uh after the lbo yep. uh right now everybody's just full blast making terrain but um, that's going to be exciting when that's all ready to rock and roll for sure uh, and also if anybody does want to come and help make terrain if you're in the san diego area 
Uh, we will be working tomorrow, Saturday, uh, the 31st of December. It is New Year's Eve. Uh, we will be making terrain uh, all day up until it's time to get ready for New Year's Eve festivities. Yep. So if anybody wants to come by and join us, I know there's a couple people coming. Uh, it's 2785 Kirk Street, number 10. Uh, go, feel free to come on by. We'll feed you. We'll, we'll give you drinks and food. And uh, we'll sit around and make uh, terrain because we have a lot still to go. There's a lot of terrain. And we have like shelves full. Yes. We had to make 150 tables of terrain. He was actually a little bit over that, but yeah. And that's like just to account for growth. And that's just the terrain that we're responsible for. Nope. It's insane. 150 tables is 300 people worth of terrain. That's more than most tournaments ever need. And that's just to handle growth just for Games Workshop games. It's scary. <laughs> that's not even counting all the other games that have grown. It's just like, oh my yeah. goodness. So yeah, exciting times. But if anybody wants to come by, Again, that's Saturday, December 31st. Come and hang out. We'll feed you. Um, it'll be fun. We definitely appreciate it. Big uh, shout out to Scott. He's helped out a lot uh, yeah. with uh, building terrain. Uh, really appreciate it, Scott. He also helped out last year. So Yeah, thank Scott you. is a G. And yeah. a big shout out to the Games Workshop. They sent us For sure. a ton of terrain. So thank yeah. you so much. We really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, my favorite release for 2016 was the Sylvaneth Army. Yeah, that, I think, got a lot of people interested in Age of Sigmar. They're beautiful models. Uh, I didn't think an army of tree people could ever look cool, and it did. It doesn't only look cool. It looks badass. Yeah. So that was Earth my... It was amazing. But, yeah, he's been around for quite some time, but, like, the new ones that came out, like the uh, free sp or the um, tree can, or the, the... I know exactly what you're talking about. I am drawn... They used to be called tree can. Now they're called... Trees with bows. Big tree people. Medium-sized tree Medium men. Medium trees. I cannot remember for the life of me, I'm drawing a blank, but absolutely gorgeous models. Yeah. All right, so in other LVO news, please make sure to get your room. Our, the rate on our room block is going to expire, uh, I think January 4th. So if you wanna go get a room at our price, please do so very soon, because I'm willing to bet money that the price goes up after our room rate expires because it is Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. And as we come closer to the day, the room rates will start to go up. So if you want to get a room, please do that sooner than later. Our room block is just about full, and there's not a lot of uh, rooms left at our rate. Uh, please do so. There's a couple of events that are about to sell out. The 40K Friendly has one ticket left. Whoa. And the 40K Apocalypse event has two tickets left. <laughs> awesome. Please don't wait. If you want to participate in those very, very fun events, it's going to be a blast. All right, ITC events coming up this weekend. We actually do have one event <laughs> this weekend <laughs> at uh, Autos Video Games and more. It's a January ITC 1000 point event. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be a blast. And uh, if it's on January 1st, which it is, I wonder how many people are going to show up or how uh, sober they're going to be when they play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All just right. still partying from the night before. Yeah, so just like, roll in, right? Yeah, still right, like a tuxedo, <laughs> like a bow tie. <laughs> Uh, top 10 current ITC rankings. We got Matt Root in first, hanging tough. Brandon Grant. There wasn't a lot of events these past couple of weeks, so the rankings haven't changed too much. Yeah. Brandon Grant in second. Josh Death in third. Aaron Along in fourth. Dan Platt in fifth. Sixth is Thomas Hexham Oki. Seventh is Andrew Gagno. Brett Perkins in eighth. Ninth is, ninth is Trent Northington. And 10, James Carmona. It's interesting because January has so many big events that the rankings are going to get shooken up yep, big those time. Top 10 will be shifting around. Unfortunately, there was a shift in the team rankings. Ugh, we went down to third place. Uh, Beast Coast in first, <laughs> and NWO Black Shirts in second. Our man, Bartos, still rocking Sisters Battle in first place. 
Uh, Thomas Hexham Oki is number one Space Marines. Ashton Militarum is Wesley Poly Chaos Demons. Uh, I'm sorry, Blood Angels is Danny Kwan in first place. Just found out he might not be able to make it to the LVO. Uh, He's bummed. He's like, no. <laughs> he might not hang on. Strong. Might not be able to hang on to that first place spot if you don't show up at the LVO. Chaos Demons, we have Trent Northington. Chaos Renegades, we have Brett Perkins. Chaos Space Marines, dun, dun, dun. Alan, my boy, you've been oh, deposed. No. It's right. I think he's going to like three events in January. Good. He needs to. Because <laughs> Ian Andrew is currently in first place. Yeah. God, the, the Trader Legion's book inspired. Like, I so badly want to build a Chaos War Band. Oh, yeah. Chaos Space Marines is going to be hotly contested the next year. It, well, just in this last month, coming into LVO, so many people are going to play it. Yeah. Uh, I really, really want to do like, like Death Guard or Emperor's Children. Uh, and painting a Death Guard Warband would be so easy. Oh, it's one of the easiest armies to paint. Yeah, so yeah. easy. Uh, Cole Mechanicus, Matt Root, unsurprisingly, leading the pack. Dark Angels, Aaron Along is leading by 0. .3 points. Jeez. So Brandon Grant, he's in second. He's <laughs> the bridesmaid here. Yeah, he's in second place in Dark Angels and overall. Needs to do well at the LVO. Dark Eldar, we have JT McDowell is in leading the pack. Death Watch, we have Shane Watts. Uh, Eldar, we have Brad Chester. Eldar Corsairs, we have Carter Leach. Gene Sealer Colt, Tyler DeVry. Grey Knights, Dan Como. I never say that correctly, I apologize. Harlequins, Josh Death is back in first place. Imperial Knights, also Josh Death. Inquisition, we have Wesley Polly. Knights Renegades, we have John Eubanks, Corn Demican. Yep. We have Horton Dotton. Uh, Militarum Tempestus, we have David Kozka. Kozizka. I think it's Kozka, probably. Yeah. Necrons, we have Alex Finnell. Assassins, Josh Bagwell. Orcs, we have Rich Kilton. Skitari, Quinn Shepis. Space Wolves, we have Mike Kriegler and Tao Androgonio. Finally, Tyranids, Tyler Larson. Bam. Actually, you know what? You know what my real goal for 2017 is? What? To somehow get more amazing facial hair than I have now. Is that possible? I think your New Year's resolution should be to shave that off. No. Shave it off. No. No. I'm going to Ragnar Lothbrok this. I'm going to grow these out and then I'm going to braid them. No, his looks badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs some little beads and they just dangle I, right there. I will put beads in it. There I you do. go. Like neon colored beads, mm -hmm. right? Uh, no, then no. nail it with that. Uh, we have a couple rumors floating around via Sanguinis from Reddit. Uh, talking about what is to come. I know a lot of you have probably seen images floating around the web, supposedly from White Dwarf, of plastic St. Celestine and plastic Seraphim for Sisters of Battle. So that would answer some of the questions that people have had about the uh, Imperial Agents Codex that seem to be missing some of these things. So it looks like, again, these are just rumors. We don't know what's going to happen. But it looks like those might be coming out in the very near future. So if you are worried about what codex to take, I think you're not going to have to worry for too much longer. Yeah. Those pictures look really good. Oh my God. Uh, another rumor floating around is that, uh, again, we're, we already know Primarch's coming back into the game. Someone is speculating that, that Guillemin might be the first one. Well, Other uh, people are speculating that it could be Lehman Russ. Lehman Russ looked like a good contender because he's mentioned in the Wrath of Magnus book. Uh, in the fluff at the very end, uh, Logan Grimnar says he's also seen the Great Wolf. He's seen uh, uh, Lehman Russ. So that would indicate that maybe Lehman Russ is coming back. Now, do you think Lehman Russ would come out of the warp on a bigger chariot with bigger wolves? Because only a boy could dream. What if he comes out on, it's like, just a, sleigh. It's a rascal scooter? Like, it just looks like Santa's sleigh. 
and has reindeer. He comes out on a rascal sooner because he's 10,000 years older. He's like, <laughs> He's like, no. Yo, so disappointed. Uh, there's other rumors floating around that, uh, that uh, Lionel Johnson or Vulcan could also be coming back. Uh, one of the rumors floating around is that Trazen the Infinite captured Vulcan. I was like, what? Trazen is like a loser. That guy sucks. How would he capture him? He didn't have to trick he's him. He's like, I got this war site. Like, no, he doesn't even have that. He has this, he's a staff. Oh, that's right. He has a little so, staff. Think. Vulcan is like, are you kidding? He's like, pow. <laughs> but if Vulcan was imprisoned all this time, like that poor Vulcan, man. Know, he got yeah, kidnapped tortured. and tortured. Like Nighthunter killed him like a hundred times. Yeah. And he was getting so frustrated because he wouldn't die. He's like, stop. So who knows? But uh, I'm excited to see what comes. We'll see if more Primarchs do come. I think that they will just based on speculation. Um, yeah, so there's the, that rumor. But they're also saying that supposedly Trace in the Infinite uh, has a salamander in prison, but it might not be Vulcan. Maybe it's just like the lizard. It's an actual it's a, lizard? It's a He's a look, it's my pet. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, that was really, like, well, that really was anticlimactic. anticlimactic. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So we'll see. But in, in the chat, let us know what Primark would you like to see come next? Uh, do you want to see Primarchs at all? I do. Yay. So we'll drop, hop over to the chat, uh, fire any questions you have our way. We'll be happy to answer them. And we want to wish you all a happy, happy new year. Happy new year. It's been fun. Drink Thank safe. you. Don't drive. Yes. I hope you all have enjoyed the last year. We did. Yeah. It's been, been, it's been a good year. year. Been a good year. Uh, sad clown. Hey Reese, consider building your night Lord's army around having zero fast attack or heavy support. Oh, then you can do Raptors as troops. You know what? I wrote an article that'll be going up on GW's website, their community site, pretty soon about uh, playing Night Lords, and like I really don't see a way to play them with the rules that I would really like to play. So I defaulted to making an army that was like the Night Lords from the books, because uh, that would be fun as a modeling and hobby project. That would be cool. But it wouldn't be very good on the tabletop. No. Sad Clown says to be Ragnar, you'll need head tattoos. Done. Head tattoos look pretty badass, actually. Uh, I need side. I, I had sideburns from the time I was 18 to the time I was like 32. I never wow. shaved them off. Or um, he's like, I don't care how he comes back. Give him a beard. It's he's supposed, supposed to be, a, to be Viking. a Viking in space. And that's uh, in re- reference to Lehman Russ. I agree. And it should be orange. Uh, Lock Infinity. Can I use the Tesseract Vault from Escalation in ITC events if it's on the approved list of? Lords of War, um, I can't remember the rules for the Tesseract Vault right off the top of my head, but if it's on the approved list for the ITC, then it's good to go. Uh, if you think it's been omitted and uh, you think that it, it doesn't violate any of our rules for um, Lords of War that we don't allow, email me and we'll take a look at it. Uh, tag 8833 with the final draft GWFAQ in mind. If I have a librarian, can I join him to a unit of veterans and start the combined unit Embark in a Chimera? Chosen as a dedicated transport. Um, the you cannot start in a transport uh, that you are not that you're battle brothers with. So again, I hate answering rules questions on the podcast because we don't have any reference material in front of us. Ganyo rule. Ganyo rule in effect. Don't freak out on us, please. <laughs> Although we love you, Andrew. Uh, I would say no, you could not because you still have your own faction and you'd be violating the rule for getting in a Battle Brothers transport vehicle. Troop Smash, Reese, I must ask you a question. <laughs> you only had one metal band to listen to oh, for the rest of your life. Who would it be? That is a tough question. 
I would have to say one metal band. It would either be Pantera or Mastodon. or Mastodon. Oh. Nickelback. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I would have to say either Pantera or Mastodon. I like Mastodon because they go from really hard to melodic. They have funny songs. Uh, and Pantera for just pure ass-kicking uh, badassness. Hyzo Man, which Primark would you least like to see released in 40K? Who's the one that represents you? I forgot. Uh, that would be Korax. Get out of here. <laughs> wasn't him. Lorgar's a punk, dude. <laughs> Lorgar is like... Lorgar Nobody became, cares about Lorgar. He right? became a demon Primark, and he's basically just like chilling out in the warp, just like contemplating chaos. He became a demon Primark? Yeah. Why? I, know. I don't know. He didn't accomplish He's the anything. weakest of all of them. No, he well, actually... I guess he did start the He basically thing. started the heresy. Right, yeah. yeah. Pretty big uh, check mark. But... Farseer of Doom, you should really clean up after you... Oh, okay. Not reading the rest of that one. Who is? I'm gonna, <laughs> next time I see you, I'm going to judo chop you in the face. Uh, I want to see the emperor wake up looking like Trump. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he'd wake up looking like Hillary or something. Uh, Schism Motive <laughs> says Mashuga would be his metal band of choice if you could only listen to one. The uh, Don the Magnificent asking a power about a, a question about a Zinch power. Send the rules questions in. Uh, like when we don't have the books in front of us, guys, the odds are we're not going to be able to answer the questions very well. Bam. Anyways, uh, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate it. Again, have a happy new year and uh, don't drink and drive. Please don't. Drink and sleep. Yes. And uh, if you want to come and make terrain, please join us tomorrow, Saturday, yeah. the 31st at our Kurt Street location. And we'd be happy to have you help us because we have a stack of terrain to build. It's quite a bit. All right, guys. Thanks. Happy New Year.